I want to be even better, even more refined of those pillars in whichever endeavor. Me personally, I would love that to be football. Whether it's football, whether it's something else, I don't know. But my main vision right now, professional football, high level, dedicated effort, professionalism. These three pillars run through everything that I do. And I hope that for anyone looking at me from an outside view, they see that. And he's here. He is here. Cristiano has entered the building. Yes, guys, welcome back to the Sculpted Podcast. Today, we're going to get into know Nick and what he is about, who he is, and his ambitions for the future. So I want to start off this question, Nick. Who are you? Oh, that's actually a big one. Um, Okay, Nick, I'd say there's three things that define me in all areas of life. So I'd say professionalism in everything that I do, whether it's cooking. I want to be the best at cooking. I want to be the most professional at cooking. Just whatever I do, I just want to be the best at it. professionalism. I take care. I, I specific detail to things. The way even you might relate to this. If you're just doing something completely normal, the way you walk. I like to like think about the way I walk sometimes. Just think, okay, I want this to look as good as possible. I want this to be as efficient as possible. I want to be the best walker. Professionalism. Everything I do has purpose. Okay. The next thing is effort. Everything I do is with 100%. I was talking about this with my friend last night. You can't, and you, even even in the prior episodes when we've been talking about, you can't do things at 50%. So I have to do it with 100% conviction because I don't know anything in between. We, we, we'll talk about this in another episode about balance. I don't have any balance and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing for what I do. And yeah, balance, balance this, everything like that. That's another episode. But effort, that's a massive thing for me. I don't want to be sitting on my deathbed thinking I could have given more in this specific scenario. The next one, dedication. I guess this ties in with the professionalism and the effort. I have to be dedicated to what I do, again, because I don't want to regret it when I'm older and think I could have done more. So those are three things that I stand very strongly with and whatever endeavor I choose in my life, whether it's football, whether it's podcasts, whether it's whatever endeavor, I could quit football tomorrow and do the next sport or the next thing and I feel like I would be as successful in that thing as I physically could be. So I think that's me. Yeah. Nick five years ago and Nick today. Nick five years on and Nick today. Two different questions, yeah. two quick fire questions. You have 30 seconds to answer both questions. Okay. However... 30 seconds each. So okay, 30 yeah. seconds one question, 30 seconds the other question. However, five years ago, Nick, so... 13. You would have been 13. Where did you see yourself in five years when you were 13? Okay. When I was... Okay, we'll start now. Okay. When I was 13, uh, I was playing football. wasn't serious. I had a neighbor who was a professional footballer. I was inspired by him, did nothing. I was very lazy. Uh, I was, my morals that I have now were non-existent, except they were definitely hints. I wanted to be a good Minecraft player. That's a good example. I wanted to have fun, enjoy myself, completely different to where I am now. 
but me going through that made me the Nick now where I am today. So now, so the next question is five years, yeah? Five years on, where does Nick see himself or where would he like to be? Okay. So sticking with my morals, sticking with the professionalism, dedication and effort, I want to be even better, even more refined of those pillars in whichever endeavor. Me personally, I would love that to be football. Whether it's football, whether it's something else, I don't know. But my main vision right now, professional football, high level, dedicated effort, professionalism. These three pillars run through everything that I do. And I hope that for anyone looking at me from an outside view, they see that. 30 seconds, look at that. In five years time, we'll have to get this clip up. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get the clip up. We'll get the clip up. And in terms of where you're at now, Nick, I wanted you to speak about your journey and in a summary of what your life's like right now. Okay. So my journey, I'd say I can summarize it in two parts of my life so far. I'd say hmm, BF before football and then AF after football. So there's a key moment in my life where it just switched. And that was, I fractured my back and I realized that the football that I was playing was just for fun. I wasn't serious. When I fractured my back, I was out for a year. I don't even know what year this was. I'm really bad with looking at back at my childhood. I, I'm not good with that. I was both. <laughs> it, yeah, it's... I, I just kind of like... It was just a flip for me. I was like, okay, now I got to... Now I got to like really hone in. I want to become a professional footballer. So then I started obsessing. There were minor details I was thinking about. The real switch was I fractured my back. They gave me a nutrition plan. And my one focus was to come back from this injury to play football at a good level. I ended up getting released from this team because I was injured for a year. Yeah, that makes sense. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm already late behind the rest of the crowd because I started playing football at an older age. Now I've been injured for a year. I'm already behind. And now I don't even have a team. So I was really behind. For me, my next vision was, okay, what now it is to find a team that can have me. So I went from playing local league where it's non-competitive. You're basically just having fun to playing the highest league in New South Wales that I could. Now, the difference in quality was uh, not substantial, but there was a difference. And I definitely wasn't good enough for that level because I ended up getting released anyway. Um, and there's leagues in between, but also at that age, the, it's very difficult to kind of gauge uh, quality, obviously being, I think I was 14 or 15 at this age. can't remember, but this was kind of like um, my first year of really giving it a go. And that is what set me up. So I got released from that team um, after like a few months, not, well, I guess the end of the season. Then from there, I had that vision of going overseas like you did. And every single day I would be emailing teams um, in England specifically because at the time the Brexit rule wasn't a thing. So my, my main focus was England and I was emailing teams at uh, recess, which is like 
I don't know what the English equivalent of recess is, but break, like yeah, break, break time, lunch, yeah. lunch break. So recess and lunch, I'd be in the library emailing clubs. I'd try and get my two closest friends at the time to do it with me. No offense to them, but they were slackers and they wouldn't come with me every day. But I got them eventually, but they no longer play football um, seriously. And I think, no offense, boys, but that's why, because you didn't care about those little details. No, I love that. You were sculpting. Exactly. So that, that's that's how I started this obsession. And long and behold, after I got released from this team, I then stepped it up to the next level, moved to Germany by myself. Okay, I was trialing with teams that were way too good for me. My first trial was with FC Nuremberg, which is one of the biggest youth teams in Germany. It was a joke. I looked like an absolute mug. Like, I was actually the most recent club that I've trialed with. I was training with the goalkeepers in the under-21s of FC Nuremberg at that time. And I was telling him that that was like my second year of playing football. It was an absolute joke that I even got that trial. Like, it's it's crazy. I, I was very... Any regrets? No, because I think that um, I think that I get these trials because of my character, if that makes sense. People see it and they they almost feel sympathy that I <laughs> I deserve something. I don't get sim- sim- sympathy. Yeah, that's a hard one to spell. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I think it's they see your mindset, your vision, your work rate, your desire, your obsession. Yeah, to be the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they see that not. They feel sorry for you, so I'm going to give you a trial. Yeah, and I guess that would... I hope that that's the case. And from feedback that I've had from those coaches at the time, they they said that that's the most admirable thing about you. It's not your skill or your the way you can kick a ball, things like that. And that was never my strength because I'd only been playing for two years. I always knew that was going to be the differentiating factor for me. So that's been the main theme for my career so far. That's been the main strength. And now I need to balance, not balance, but I need to kind of ramp up the physical skills and whatnot to the ability of my mental skills. That's what I'm sculpting at the moment. Love that. Yeah. I think not to blow your own trumpet here, but I think that's one thing. Obviously, we've only connected for two months, maybe less. And that's one thing I noticed in you when I first spoke to you on the first video call. Yeah your obsession and your attention to detail is up there with the best I've seen. Yeah. And I hope that actually it is better than most professional footballers. Like, uh, Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. And I really, that's what keeps me wanting to get better and better. I, I really want to be able to say that I do more work than Ronaldo. That would be, obviously I don't know how much work Ronaldo does. And obviously it depends on where you are in life. But I want to be thinking that I'm giving more effort than Ronaldo. I think that's 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 awesome to think that I could actually be doing that. That's what keeps me pushing, keeps me... It's that competitive edge. My next question is, what are some thoughts and some beliefs you have throughout your day? Some recurring thoughts, some, I'm not good enough. I am good enough. I'm yeah. going to make it. Because I know I have these thoughts of... Everyone these different thoughts and some are stronger than others. Yeah. What are your top three, let's say... Recurring thoughts? Recurring thoughts. Yeah. Okay. I'd say... Now, this has probably changed quite a lot throughout the years, but let's say right now, I'd say my most prevalent thoughts is probably, okay, the next opportunity I get, this is going to be the one. And 
that's where I am at the moment because I've been trialing for the last five, four months or whatever. Um, every chance I go into, I do need to kind of be thinking that. So that's actually a very positive thing to be thinking. Um, typically, most people would have negative thoughts. I'd say that, yes, I do still have a lot of negative thoughts. Everyone does. You, you should be having negative thoughts. But I also do a lot of work to make sure that those negative thoughts, I'll have them. I don't pay... I don't give any dividends to them. They're not important. It, they're just thoughts. Charlie, think of a, a unicorn flying right now that's wagging its tail and it's pink and fluffy and whatnot. Now, try not to think about it. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. You're probably thinking about this in your head and the more you think about not thinking about it, you see it. Yeah. Okay. Now, just imagine this is this is a very hard skill to develop. But if I just observe that thought, this comes through meditation. You just observe your thoughts for being thoughts. You don't have to have any power to it. So some of the negative thoughts that I, I might have, I actually don't necessarily remember them because I don't hold any value to them. They don't have to be true. So another thought I, I guess it could be is a pre-narrative that I'm not good enough. But again, I don't hold any value to it. But would you say you combat that with I'm obsessed. I'm dedicated. Yes. So it kind of outweighs each other. Yeah, exactly. And I could show you my page right now of the mental work that I was doing on my airplane last night. Your daily habits anyway. Yeah. Outweighed. So it doesn't make sense for you to, when you have these th thoughts, well, it's not true. I'm doing all exactly. this stuff. So at some point, whether I am not good enough now, who really knows? Yeah. But at some point you are going to be good enough. And yeah. You are going to get to where you want and i've got those i've got those mental skills and ability but and i feel like it's just going to go like that because let's be honest it's compounding all these yeah. different things you're doing is compounding it's one thing i believe in and not believe in one thing i know no. is true yeah <laughs> yeah these daily habits these thoughts are either compounding for you or against you yeah and it's your choice 100 percent. finally yes i want to ask you one more question Nick, growing up in school, obviously Minecraft, yeah, bit lazy, just enjoying life. Deep down, did he see himself doing something bigger than that on the journey you are today? Yeah, I think I always saw myself as going down a path of maybe video or like creativity, like even the podcast, right? Like I feel like it was almost inevitable that I was going to have a podcast or a YouTube um, channel or something like that. I always liked being creative in that kind of um, aspect. And I think that's because of my dad's influence on me. He's um, very like in this kind of area. Um, and that's, I, I kind of had these resources read, readily available for myself. I didn't think that I would take it to an obsession that I, that obviously with football, I didn't think that I'd ever take it to an obsession because I didn't think that I had it in me. But my dad always instilled it into me that discipline is the differentiating factor. And I always felt guilt when I wasn't disciplined when I was younger. And that guilt, I hated that guilt that I wasn't disciplined. My dad would say, do you want to go for a run? And it would, it would burn inside of me saying, no, I don't want to. So now, if I was to go back home to Australia, I'd be asking my dad, do you want to go for a run? 
And I hope that he would say no. I hope that it would be flipped now because I hope that my <laughs> dedication, my discipline is better than what he instilled into me when I was younger. So that's really, I, obviously I didn't have that vision when I was younger of the obsession, but I feel like whatever I went down, whatever path I went down, I would like to have hoped that I did carry that obsession and that detail, professionalism, dedication, all those things. I would have liked to think that that's where I would have ended up. Uh, that's a good way to end up the yeah. uh, wrap up the podcast. Yeah. Um, it was good to get to know you. Yeah. It's a good episode. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Yes.